You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, me and Pat are going to talk about how important the core three are. Giannis Antetokounmpo makes more uh, comments on his uh, next contract with the Milwaukee Bucks, and the NBA approves a new rule. We'll get into all and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host, creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears. It looks Bears weird Central. when you do it like that. I'm not, I think uh, they might have gotta, to stop. You, I know you said it, you get a little old there, but you got to do it the way you always do it. Bro, that, right. that looked creepy. I'm not even going to front of you, bro. There you go. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 infections. Get yours today at Jace Medical. That's J A S E medical.com. Kevin Porter Jr. will need those in prison. Uh, with that said, <laughs> with that said, Pat, you brought up an interesting topic to talk about and how important is the core three. Yeah. Uh, but you want to talk about it from a different perspective, which, you know, I, you know, I haven't heard it talked about from that that angle is that, you know, if this if this core three does get it together and the Bulls are so good, uh, will they start, you know, being more open to trade some of these young pieces to keep the team improved? Now, I'm going to throw it to you. I know this is your topic, your question, but like what would be like the win total by before the trade deadline, the Bulls would have to be in to get to that, that you would think. I'm going to get this before the trade deadline now, because I feel like they've moved it like 17 times on us. Uh, you, you play like two, almost two-thirds of the season Right, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah. like, so you're you're almost to the point where you, listen, if the Bulls are, let's just say here, if the Bulls are a 600 win percentage, there you I, go. Think, win that percentage a, I think that this is a, uh, a, a situation that you have to, realistically take into account. Now, granted, right, we would love to see the Bulls be a 600 win percentage, but there's a lot of these pieces on this team that I believe, me and you both believe, AK is holding on to because of, I want to see these guys develop. I'm a homegrown guy. We saw them do that in Denver more so than anything. And so realistically, the, the basis of this is if they're a 600 win percentage, somebody young has stepped up. Will you make a decision to move somebody out of here? That is a key part of this. How important is it for this team to actually be successful? And I think realistically looking at it, right, is there an Io DeSumo that steps up? Is there, right, is that the time Kobe White steps up and you want to make a move on him? Or is that a time where Patrick Williams steps up? And maybe it's just like, maybe this is as good as it gets. Let's get him out of here. See if we can sell hope, right? Like, is that a scenario that's realistic if they're winning? Because realistically, you've got a core here that it should be winning. The the Vooch, DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine core should be winning. We shouldn't be sit, sitting here talking about, oh, Lonzo Ball wasn't there, so now they're not going to win. It makes no sense. <laughs> it does because they're, they're three really good offensive players, but they all have their shortcomings defensively. So you do need those solid role players around them, which you now potentially have in more veterans in Javon Carter and Tory Craig. 
Huh? Defensively, we had them mugs, though, right? You had DJJ, you had Alice Caruso. Well, Caruso was hurt the first year, yeah. but you had an Alice Caruso. You had Patrick Williams. You had you bring and in Patrick also have injuries from yeah. in, in that too. So like like I ultimately I, I when I look at it, you know, for the question that you that you presented, like I don't think that even if the Bulls are winning, unless like the young guys have if the Bulls are a six hundred win percentage, and it, the only reason they're winning is the core three and Javon Carter and Torrey Craig, then yeah, maybe. But I think there's not a realistic outcome in the Bulls being that good to where it it doesn't mean one of the young players have stepped up, and I don't necessarily see AK and Eversley moving one of those young players to double down on the core of all people who are about to be over 30 years old. Well, Zach Levine in two years. So I get what you're getting at with that. But I I think if anything, I think that if the bulls are, let's say they do theoretically get to that mark of being a 600 club before the trade deadline, I think that the realistic part of that is that it, it must come because of one of the young guys. And then I think maybe instead of looking at jettison, one of those guys off, one of the core may become expendable at that point in time. Yeah, it, it's and that, that could be a case too, right? Is it a case where one of these young pieces steps up and DeMar DeRozan is now expendable? Or yeah. uh, Nikola Vucevic, I don't know if Vuce is going to be expendable, right? Like, you, who's we, don't have, we ain't got no other bigs. It's who's, him the, who's the big that's stepping up? You know what I mean? Like, Nago comes in and averages a double double. <laughs> You already know how I feel about Adama Sinago. You telling me he can't be Clint Capella? He can't be a Clint Capella? He's not, he's not athletic as Clint he definitely Capella. definitely not. Clint Capella just <laughs> jump. What's, what's Clint's talent? Jump. jump. <laughs> Clint and Capella got a double jump. Uh, but no, I just... Uh, I could see... I think that there's a scenario that could be in place where, yes, the... Somebody else steps up. And the Bulls look at this and say, okay, we're winning. Now we have to move on. And listen, here's the thing. It doesn't even have to be one of those key three, right? It's really about is the success of the big of this core important? Because say they step up and the piece that they move on from is maybe an Alex Caruso. We move Mm. on from a Caruso to try and bring somebody else in. I'll send you an elite defender. You send me somebody that knocks down threes at a higher clip, or you send me somebody that something of that ilk, right? I think that that's something where you have to ask yourself, how much is the success of this three important if you're AK? Because realistically, maybe there's a core where, you know, the next core, Alex Caruso is going to be a defender for a good defender for a long time. Yeah. That's a piece that you're giving up on that maybe helps out the next core that you establish to be that next level team. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a lot of different ways and scenarios that it could go. I do think that, you know, AK set himself up like we talked about before that a lot of these contracts are movable, both with some of the older players and some of the younger players. And we'll see what happens. I do. I think there is that hesitation, though, from front office of we don't want to let a young guy go. And then we see him two years later and he's like turned into this finished product that we could use. So. That's that's Chicago's biggest fear, ain't it? Yeah. With everything, right? Like that you you fear I I don't know is that just a Chicago thing or is that an everybody thing? That's that's a most team thing, bro. Cuz I feel like that, like listen, like, if I'm a Patriots fan, I don't mm-hmm. care when Bill lets people go. Yeah, that's uh, true, true, but that's <laughs> you know, they they're established there like I think that another team like that for example, I don't think Pat Riley cares. Like he's gonna go for whatever he feels is gonna win him stuff now. He can he can get it done in the draft. He can get it done. I don't think Pat Riley will look at it and be like, hey, I don't know if I want to yet let this young player go because of XYZ. If he feels like, hey, yeah, you're 22 years old and you could be a hell of a player, but uh there's this 29 year old that can get me a title today. Yeah. Peace out, brother. Yeah. Uh so 
I guess that's the real question too, right? Which is the path that leads to more success, right? Riley's mm -hmm. got that, right? He's got the rings. He's got the finals appearances. He's got the jewelry that goes with it. So you kind of lean towards that mindset, but then you look at the Warriors and how they did things. And it was that young core that developed out very much like AK wants to do it, right? So yeah. it's a it's a two-edged sword. I think more times than not, you see the development. Um, actually, I can, I can tell you more times than not, you see the development be the reason why things work. But it's, I, I just, I don't know what this core's ceiling is or what they expect this core's ceiling to be. Even if this team's a 600 team, what's your expectation on them heading into the playoffs, right? Like, are we really, even, even if they're winning and we're in the moment and we're excited, I don't think either of us would pick them to go to the finals, even if they're a 600 team. The final, oh, bro. They would have to be an eight hundred team for me to. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm just call me jaded, bro. Like I, I gotta see it, bro. Like now, if let's say they're a six hundred team, let's even say they're they're a fifty five team uh, at the point, and they go on like this deep run and almost make an ECF, then I'm back on board, bro. You can't tell me nothing at that point, but I gotta see it. And right now. I haven't seen enough, bro. I'm yeah. still optimistic about the team being able to definitely win more games and hopefully avoid the play-in. But I'm ready to say they could be a championship contender. We need we need to do a lot more than what we've done. This is an Easter conference where the my what Milwaukee. Uh, I struggled on that. I had a stroke right there. Y'all saw that. Yeah. The Miami yeah. Heat uh, made an NBA Finals with uh, Gabe Vincent. So. Javon True. Carter, get hot. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, they did that with Gabe Vincent and also Jimmy Butler playing out of his mind. And so, you know. We got a guy that can play out of his mind. Actually, we got two guys that can play out of I their mean, mind. I mean, Andre Drummond plays out of his mind every single day. But uh, that's I, different. Listen, I thought we were talking about uh, Javante Green, you know. <laughs> well, we don't have him. <laughs> or do we? We don't know. <laughs> he was at the arcade with the <laughs> team just, yesterday. He just kicks it with the Bulls. Is he on the team or not? We don't Man, know. That is one of the most hilarious. He's just <laughs> old. He literally at this point is just a Chicagoan, bro. Like he just, bro. he's just here. Oh, we knew that as soon as he came in a tracksuit every day, bro. That man had the full jumpsuit on. I said, he is selling DVDs out of the back <laughs> of the trunk. And if you go to the back pages, you know what's there. He's right at home, right at home. But uh, next up, we're going to talk about Giannis oh, making Christ. more comments in regards to before we do that, I got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medicals offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medical medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to, to the license for uh, pharmacy, medication delivery, and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught up unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with the Jace Medical Plus, in addition, $20 off by using lock, uh, code locked on at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J A S E medical.com, promo code locked on. All right, Pat. Giannis will not shut up about his desire to win another title, bro. Like, he just. And I love it. I love every time he says it, I love it. He was on, can't remember the name of the podcast at this point. Hey, bro, uh, weird pod, bro. Yeah, it's definitely a weird podcast. Weird, weird setup. 
we're fine. But, you know, he was just talking about it and, and basically uh, reiterated the fact that, you know, he is a Milwaukee Buck. He says he would love to be a Milwaukee Buck for life. But basically, he wants to win a title. And if, if a different team offers him a better uh, situation at winning a Larry O'Brien trophy, that's where he's going to go. How do you feel about, about Giannis Antetokounmpo keep making these statements? And if you were a Bucks fan, how would you feel about his statement? I think realistically, I, I'd be on board with it because he's he's telling Milwaukee, stop thinking like Milwaukee. He's telling the Bucks, listen, this ain't no small market team. Stop signing these little homegrown talents. Stop like, okay, yeah, we got we got uh, Chris Middleton back in here. That's my boy. I love that. But realistically, right? What else we got? We got Drew Holiday. Uh, I feel okay about Drew Holiday, but he got 108 points put on his head top last year by Jimmy Butler. So we need somebody else on his team clearly because we got put out in the first round. I think that this is a message to his team, a message to his teammates a message to uh, uh, the organization as a whole. Uh, hey, if y'all not on board with me winning or with us winning more um, and y'all are just okay with this one championship, then I'm not going to be back here. As Magic Johnson once said, I ain't going to be here. Uh, so I, I I love it. You know, like I, I love the, I can't criticize him for this and not criticize other guys who have basically said you have to go out there and win. This is just his way of doing it. Um, the the only other thing that I'd say is, uh, you know, if, if if this is a winning situation in or if this isn't a winning situation in Milwaukee, uh, is Chicago a winning situation? Yeah, I mean, they have a, Chicago has a lot to prove to be anyone's best opportunity at a Larry O'Brien Trophy. Let's be clear here, right? And so while the Bulls are in a situation and have put themselves in a nice situation, have ample cap space in 2025, if they hope to be that best for like a player like Giannis, they have they have to hope that two out of these young players at least hit not just a step, but a leap on yeah. top of just making smart decisions up until then. Other than that, I do think that realistically, like we're going to have a, a offseason similar to when we added Kyle Korver, Ronnie Brewer, uh, Carlos Boozer, where we just add a nice influx of talent. But we, if we want to hit that out-the-park home run that is Giannis Antetokounmpo, we got a lot to do, brother, a lot to do. Yeah, it's a uh, – it, it's and it's tough, right, because this is not a this-year thing. This is a two-year thing. Right, this is technically yeah. a 2025 thing. So you got to play this season, you got to play next season, and then you get to uh, get to make the decision. Is 2025 he's out, or does he have his opt in in 2025? Yeah, he, he has an opt out in 2025. He'll probably just opt into that and force a trade, right? Mm -hmm. Like I would, I would think like it's like 51, 60 million dollars. I guess. It's, it's yeah, I know lot, it's, it's, it's a lot of money. Let me, let, me, let me look it up just just make sure that I'm that I'm right on that. So he has yes, he has a player option in 2025, and then he has unrestricted free agent in 2026. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna pick up that option. So realistically, not, not necessarily because if he does plan on staying with the Bucks, he's probably gonna opt out so he can get more money. Yeah, probably I guess because Jalen yeah. Brown's gonna get sixty million dollars, ain't he? Yeah. That's wild. That just feels wrong. Yeah. Yeah. We're, and y'all complaining about, about Zach Levine? Think about it, bro. Y'all like, got to take exactly. the word max out of your vocabulary exactly. and realize. You got to talk about it from percentage of the salary cap. Like, <laughs> think think about it this he way. Makes like $60 million. He got no left hand. <laughs> we're, about to, we're about to really be in the era where 
Now, keep in mind, when the first $100 million contract was signed, people thought that it was crazy. We're about to start getting into the area where 250 and possibly even $300 million contracts are on the horizon, bro. We're oh, talking yeah. about within the next five years. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I, I think that we're heading towards quarterback football money. Probably not. Well, you know what? I don't know. We might be heading towards baseball money, bro. Not if you're a Ryan's or for own baseball team, but yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, yeah, you know, 75 mil <laughs> for five. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're yeah, because we're past the fact of, of quarterback money. Think about it. Joe Burrow just signed the largest contract in NFL history, and he's only averaging 55 million a year. That's that's like didn't Pat Mahomes sign a half a bit, half a billion dollar contract, or he signed he's got the most year over year, year after year, yeah. Because Joe's was what two fifty for three or three hundred for three. Joe has let's see. Because I know Pat's is like half, Pat's goes down as the contract goes goes on though. But I know his is like a half a billion dollar contract. He gonna have to restructure that. <laughs> Definitely, if they want to add anything. He ain't got no Joe, talent. He ain't got no talent. <laughs> he got a guaranteed two hundred and nineteen million dollars. I know that, yeah. That's it, crazy. He got most of it guaranteed. That's $93 million more than any other quarterback's ever gotten guaranteed. Oh, so he got the highest guarantee. Yeah, that's I, what it is. Yeah, I, I think I think we're heading to – the reason I said, like, football money to me is different because, like, literally four dudes on your team make stupid money and the rest of y'all make yeah. four or five million. Um, I think that the NBA could be heading towards baseball money where we're talking about mugs making – I mean, like you, you're gonna have two, three people on your team making a three hundred dollar contract, three hundred million, a three hundred dollar, three hundred million dollar contract. Like that's crazy that we're heading toward that point so fast too. It, it shows the growth of the NBA, right? To everybody who's like, the NBA is a dying organization. I do think that it was going the wrong direction, uh, with uh, with you know how fans viewed it, but I don't think that uh, the TV deals were getting any smaller year after year so that's kind of crazy bro that's kind of crazy yeah. yeah it's wild like it's so hey Giannis is about to get paid and we'll see what that future holds for Giannis and if that future may be uh in a Chicago Bulls uniform highly unlikely but you know here's the wild part is like the Bulls actually like I the Bulls aren't the Sox they actually pay people we just don't yeah. like the people they paid right like Carlos Boozer got a lot of money to come here when he came here um and that's the thing that people always are like, well, the Bulls aren't going to do this. They're cheap. The Bulls just don't pay over the luxury tax. We actually give people money. Now, look yeah. at what we gave Jabari Parker. That look what we stupid. gave Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade got $40 million for a, a partial season and to steal Jimmy Butler to the Miami Heat. In again, again, stupid. That, that's yeah. that's the part that irritates Bulls fans. But I think you got to update the narrative. It's not them being cheap. It's them being stupid. Yeah. It's being stupid with their money. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a great point. Great yeah. point. Oh, oh, wait, that's me, ain't it? Oh, I'd be forgetting about this. I haven't done these, man. Jesus. Ad reads. Hey, want to tell you guys about FanDuel. Why? Because I'm a heavy gambler. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> get ready for the NFL season with an incredible offer from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can, be, can bet $5 and get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket 
from YouTube and YouTube TV. I still want to see if I can uh, implement that. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com forward slash locked on and kick off. Boy, they, they, the words looked very different. I thought it said kiss my. Anyway, kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right. Last topic of the day, Pat. The NBA has officially approved the resting rule that we talked about a couple of days ago, which uh, brings fines to teams that rest multiple uh, stars on um, on nationally televised games. But it's outside of just nationally televised oh, games. Yeah. This is a resting policy in general, and I like that because initially it was talked about from the point of nationally televised games. I was just like, what's the point of that? No, it's, it's a resting policy overall. How are you feeling about these new rules, Pat? I love it. Um, I personally, I, I think that it, it's how many leagues hear the consumer, mm. right? Like we could scream at the top of our lungs to the NFL, to the NBA or to the uh, MLB to, I mean, like nobody's screaming for the NHL. Um, and realistically, most of the leagues do not listen. The NBA listened. Give Adam Silver credit for that at a minimum. The NBA listened. Um, and the fact that now, right, like you can't sit star players um, where like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have to be basically, one of them have to be available for each game unless both players are determined to be injured. Um, they weren't as bad. I think this is kind of a, a Greg Popovich rule for one with Wemby, but also the Clipper rule, right? Because mm -hmm. there were just spurts at where the team just wouldn't play Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard. Also, and, I mean, they did that, though, because if they play more than, than 66 games a season, one of their legs is going to actually fall off. Yeah, but here's like, the thing. One of their legs fell off and they played less. This is true. Which is very, which is another reason, right? Adam Silver basically came out and said, Clippers, there's no science to say what you're doing works. But he basically talked about um, how there's no science right now that says that resting more is going to be better for your body. There's no science that says playing more is going to be better for your body. Now, mm -hmm. I don't know what scientist he's speaking to because <laughs> in my mind, if I play a lot of basketball and rest, I might be a little bit better, but I also think back to like guys in the nineties who were very much, you know, we're playing all 82 games while smoking a cigarette and, and, and on the sidelines, drinking a fifth of Hennessy and uh, maybe doing some cocaine in there. Right. Like that's pretty much how nineties basketball, eighties basketball. Eighties so basketball. Eighties basketball too. Oh, like, 70s that's ba seventies yeah. basketball was no cigarettes, just cocaine. Like that's, that's really the one thing that leave me out of winning time. Cause a lot of those guys in winning time were doing copious amounts of cocaine. Well, I thought games. season one, there was a lot of cocaine in there. There was, there was. They left out season, two, <laughs> season two was getting close to the nineties. We got the coke <laughs> yeah. out the game. But no, um, I just, I, I think that this is, you saw those guys playing 82 games all the time. Now, granted, cocaine, right? But you saw those guys playing 82 games all the time. But we saw that in the 2000s. Like, this was a normal thing. People cared about the regular season. And so I love that um, the NBA is hearing the fan and saying, listen, I'm not watching these regular season games where 
I know this guy's not going to be there. Why would I go to some of these games? Why would I spend money on some of these games? I don't know what the revenue drop-off was. I wish he had disclosed that. But it would have been really, really interesting to see uh, how much money maybe they end up losing in ticket sales or something during the regular season because Mm -hmm. people are like, I don't know if he's going to play. Now, as we talked about and alluded to, there is no rule in here as far as minutes played. Is that going to become the new load management? Is that not saying that they're injury gonna management? That in, I mean, hey, listen, how you manage your load is on you. Um, but with that said, uh, well, no, I'm saying that's what they're gonna call it, injury management. Injury management, yeah. But like, um, hey, you went out there and you tweaked an ankle, right? Right, yeah, yeah, you right. Your ankle, yeah. Oh, your ankle's hurt. But uh, like, so I do think that that's gonna become the new injury management of just saying like, and I'm not saying they're gonna say, hey, you play five minutes and you're out. But like, we may see players that usually play 30 plus minutes maybe they do play 15 to 18 minutes in the game so I, I mean I would be I think I would be more okay with that mm-hmm. because at least you're still saying we kind of care about this game but we also want to like like I'm fine with the players you know resting and getting health you could say he's not going to play a ton tonight or something like that but like I think the fact the part that they want to get out of the league I don't even think it's the load management aspect of it I think to a sense it is but I think it's the Damian Lillard Bradley Beal stuff right you got to the end of the year last season and they basically said you're done playing yeah you yeah. don't play basketball no more. Yeah, the and I think I think also the uh Dallas game against us, for example, was definitely one as well. That was one of they the didn't final have stars. Two really. stars, though. True. Did they I'm have just Kyrie by I that mean, point? I'm, yeah. It's the last game oh, of the did. season. They did. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, that was the last game of the season. That's yeah. that feels so long ago. <laughs> uh hey man, maybe they just gonna have a Nancy Kerrigan on every team, bro. You know what I mean? Just uh, how did we get to Nancy Kerrigan? I'm just saying. How did we maybe, get here? Maybe they just gonna have one on every team, bro. Where it's just like, you know what I mean? You just sometimes you need a pipe, <laughs> not like the '80s. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, hey, I think that's hey, it. I not think Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan was the one that got hit, wasn't she? Who was I don't know. We need a Tanya Harding. That was a Tanya Harding. Yes, a Tanya right. Harding. You need a Tanya Harding on every team. Just sitting there. Just Demar goes up for a layup. Just pink. <laughs> <laughs> That's you injured, right? Wait a minute, Jesus, <laughs> My bad. Did I hurt you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been a wild podcast, bro. It's been wild. Let's get up out of here, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, hold on. I, can I say this picture? Can I say? Just let me. Oh, it's not gonna let me save it. I was when you look up the article, just admire how Chuck has just turned into an old man, and it's the greatest thing in the world. Hey, follow us on everything at Lockdown Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Appreciate y'all for showing love. Oh wait, I can share it. Here you go. You can follow me at CEO Hayes, the CEO H A I Z E. Uh, man, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. We will be back, <laughs> bro. Close that. That's Chuck's so he old, is bro. A- Funny, Chuck's bro. so old, bro. I love That's it. Funny, man. I we'll love it, bro. Tomorrow, man. And uh, we'll be back with our usual brand of craziness, man. For Pat the Designer, this has been Locked on Bulls. We out, y'all. Peace. Peace. 
Now all the stuff he say just gonna sound regular because he old. I told y'all back in the day, them boy they couldn't do nothing with us. Pearl. <laughs>